0: we should try like a normal podcast introduction no hi welcome to obscure gami a podcast about a journal of obscure things I'm your host <laughs> Thomas. Fle- <laughs> 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 ben, can, is it possible for you to stop laughing long enough to tell
1: tell tell me about this podcast so while Thomas goes and gets a drink of water I'll tell you about this podcast so, Obscure Gummy is an audio journal of the obscure, pointlessly educational in nature. I'm your host, Ben. The and I'm Thomas. that was Thomas. This topic came to me by way of one of our previous guest hosts. Oh. Uh He recommended it to me as a topic just in passing, and I explored it and found it to be fascinating. To be
0: Pleasing to
1: the obscure ear. Is there is there a sense
0: for obscurity for
1: obscurity, like that that sensation I mean, that else, you get when you find else, out about something
0: obscure? It's how like how else would we know when something's obscure? If we it has that, that aura sense. of uh, exclusiveness to it, right? But
1: also um, irrelevance, like the 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 feeling of irrelevance, married with the feelings of exclusivity.
0: What I do is I just assume that I know most stuff and then anything new that I find out about, I know is obscure because if it wasn't, otherwise I would have known about it. That's how I know. Well, Thomas, do you have a, do, you, oh, do what what is this elusive uh, bro, brother r- guest recommended uh As you look out across this good
1: nation of ours, you may uh, you will see a lot of different types of terrain a wide variety in fact and you may wonder to
0: yourself why don't are the, badlands so dang cool
1: why aren't there any camels
0: in the badlands that's a good point. it's a
1: great question why where are, the are all the camels the camels hmm as a matter of fact as it just so happens Scientists believe that originally the camel, as a species, came from the Americas uh, approximately 50 million years ago. Uh, more recently, or the uh, I jumped ahead. The original camel. Was, you jumped ahead to 50 d- million years I ago. I did. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what was before that? <laughs> but, so at the
1: at the 50 million year mark, we had the original camel of the world, which is a rabbit-sized creature called a uh, Protolopos.
0: Oh, interesting. That do we was still the original have that? Uh, do we still have that today? Camel. We do not have that. That animal that's just, is extinct. That's what we've they've Right. Scientists determined that Yes,
1: it went extinct roughly in that era. Right. Um, more recently there was another camel uh, called
0: the Wait, 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 that first thing was a camel?
1: Yes. Believed to be the original Creature okay. that gave, ray, gave way to all the different species of camels okay. that we have now. So it's sort of like a reverse uh, wolf to dog effect, where right. you start out with a large animal and it right. gets bred down yeah. into smaller animals. In this situation, this, you're starting
0: out with like a, a corgi, and right. you're working your way up to a Great Dane.
1: Or a wolf, yeah. if you will. Um, but another example of the North American camel would be the camelops,
0: are there fossils which went
1: extinct about 12,000 years ago. Yes, there are fossils. There's of fossils of these things in North yes, America. Yes, okay, there yeah, are. That That's how right how they, we know that camels came
0: from North America, right? Or at least how we know that there was a parallel s- uh, species, right? There was a species in similar to North America to camels.
1: Um, can camels this, swim? Yes, good to know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this animal is called the camel. Well, I was ops. wondering how they got from North America, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> To the other continents. Uh, yeah. Tell me about
1: this camel. <laughs> 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 they swam the to Saudi Arabia. Yes. Um, the camelops is an animal that it means camel face and it was first named in uh, 1854. Ironically, one year later was the beginning of the United States Camel Corps project, which was a US military experiment. Into the use of camels in the military in the military in the United States on United States soil. Wow. So the background for this is it started in about the 1830s uh, with this gentleman named George Crossman who was an Indian fighter and he was fighting Indians in Florida and uh, Native American peoples and as he was fighting them he it occurred to him gee it would be great if we had some camels around to help us lug our stuff around because he saw that mules were very inefficient in his view and he thought that camels would work great. This idea was floated to a lot of people and started to gain some traction. But its, its big supporter was a gentleman named Jefferson Davis who was Secretary of War under President Pierce. Uh, And because he was Secretary of War and he championed the idea that gave it some more clout which ultimately uh, got it to be put before Congress. And there were all sorts of people, uh, archaeologists and scientists, who backed up this idea who thought that camels would be great for uh, beasts of burden in in the US Army. So they floated before Congress and it goes before Congress a couple times before it gets passed. And in 1855, they, uh, Congress appropriates $30,000, which is about 800000 in today's money to buy camels and develop a camel task force, if you
0: will. I have a quick question. So their decision to, were they fighting Indians in sort of deserts and prairie and that sort of thing where a camel would have been useful? definitely that they yeah that they determine okay Okay.
1: yeah at that point the southwest was still a lot of territories most a lot of the modern states hadn't been yeah divided up the way they are now so it was still very much a wild west sort of scenario this is before the civil war yeah um so it was so they may have very much untamed this is before there was a transcontinental railway yeah which uh comes into play in the camel story later
0: um, and they may have been having challenges with feeding and watering horses over these right. distances or whatever they're right. trying to do. Yeah. That makes sense.
1: It's um, what I assumed. But why, why he thought of this idea when he was in Florida is still not clear to me. Right. What it was about the terrain of Florida that inspired the idea, I don't know. Yeah. It could be that camels have longer legs. And that struck him as useful if you're going through swampier territory down south um and they're also just bigger right so that might be i don't know i'm not
0: that versed in the camel versus horse discussion maybe camels are just like you know if you're not trying to go fast camels just might be overall right better even if you don't need
1: and there is a smaller faster species of camel called the dromedary right which is you know A leaner, meaner camel, if you will. Um, But Congress appropriates this money, and they put this guy
0: in charge of it. Eight hundred thousand dollars today is not that much money for like a whole. It's not a crazy
1: amount of money, but it's not. What we're talking about here is not uh, a massive force of camels. We're talking about doing some research, performing some tests you don't need hundreds of camels right right so it's it's a lot of money to pay for a relatively small gain
0: right very little gain at all actually yeah. and i'm just, i'm also assuming that was probably a larger percentage of the defense military budget then than 800,000 would be now right 800,000 right. is like nothing now right in terms of military spending but it was yeah. probably Probably mm-hmm. fifteen thousand whatever it was, then right. was probably a bigger
1: Yeah. It seems like a lot to me in proportion to what they were getting. Right. Um Well they were but...
0: getting some high quality camels. Well you hope. We'll find out. <laughs> I'll find out. I don't know. So far, this sounds great. I'm like, I'm all on board. Sign me up.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, the, the men of science of the day were very favorable towards this idea. And there were some independent contractors already who had started companies importing camels. camels. Yeah. Um, or with the idea of importing camels. Not sure that they actually got to the point where they were importing camels, but... There were there was a business in San Francisco and a business in New York that were incorporated with the idea of right. importing camels. Uh they put this guy named Major Wayne in charge of uh name. isn't it? It rhymes with Major Payne, so should be easy to remember. Uh on this, this big mission. And he, he starts out by going to England and France, where he interviews a bunch of experts on camels and camel use in warfare because in England and France the use of camels is actually a thing because they can import them from Turkey and that sort of thing so he interviews all these experts they tell him great idea America with its rugged terrain will really find use for these camels so he goes to Italy of all places and he encounters this dude who has some camels that are in really bad shape so he leaves Italy starts going to uh, Tunis, where he finds most of his camels. Uh, ultimately, he play, pays an average purchase price of about two hundred fifty dollars
0: each. Tunis is where I go for all my camel needs. Right, so. that would be the capital of Tunisia. Right. Uh, on a modern day America. As we all know.
1: As as everyone knows, and he's he winds up with nine dromedaries, uh, twenty three load bearing camels, and one calf. He also hires uh, six Arabs. And one camel doctor who uh, recommended a lot of strange cures for various camel diseases. He would recommend if they if they got swollen legs, he would give them gunpowder and tea. Interesting. And over the course of the voyage back to the United States, he was uh, he was eventually relieved of his duties <laughs> as a camel doctor. generally regarded by history to have been a charlatan. <laughs> so you can only imagine they're sailing back across the Atlantic Ocean right. with 30 some camels on board they have a charlatan camel doctor right. the, the camels are in uh, their mating season <laughs> which is actually what they wanted they wanted to breed as many camels as possible from this, right. this hardy stock well you want they... a good
0: return on your investment well of
1: course so they're trying to breed these camels on ship um one mother does give birth to two young calves. However, she dies in the process. So the net gain wasn't really high. He winds right. up with one more camel than yeah. he started out with, but that was, you know, he was okay with you're that. You're
0: still you're still in that game.
1: Right. So it, it takes 3 months and they get back uh and they land in Texas and they uh they immediately take 3 of the camels on this voyage to San Antonio to test them out and see how they do and they they determined that uh the camels were equivalent to twice as many mules and a wagon oh wow so those three camels were would able to haul six mules would have been equivalent to six mules and and, and, a, and wagon. a wagon that's which is pretty good yeah um one military authority who was tracking with the experiment uh issued recommendations to congress that they immediately purchase a thousand more camels. So clearly they felt like this experiment was a success success. and they could do something with it. However uh, no camels, no more camels were purchased. Um, Part of the reason for this is that uh, the camels were very expensive to maintain. Uh, One guy estimated about five hundred dollars a month
0: for all those in camels, 1856 or per money camels. for all the camels. Right. per camel would just be crazy right but even then five, even then yeah
1: they i mean they literally hired and imported specialists right from arabia to take care of them yeah and it's a lot of work it's a lot of work and
0: especially the, when you can probably get six mules and a wagon a lot cheaper, a lot cheaper. than and, a camel and you don't need a specialist those things.
1: Uh, General Babbitt of California believed that the camels that were brought to him were uh, inexpedient in comparison to using native animals. So I guess the practicality of getting the camels there uh, proved to be a deal-breaker for him. Um, And also politically what what killed the camels the camel program was jefferson davis the secretary of war who okayed and championed the project left the united states of america to become the president of the confederacy right um
0: a little, so a little hiccup there
1: right so the the federal government was uh eager to distance themselves from yeah jefferson davis
0: can you imagine if he had continued his camel research mm-hmm. in the confederate we might live in an entirely different nation.
1: Yeah. Well, it's that's one of the interesting things about this is that it, the the camel fundamentally is not incompatible with they weren't American. Wrong. Right. They weren't exactly wrong. Right. Like you could definitely have a successful unit of yeah.
0: camels in the American Southwest. Yeah. To me, this seems like a failure of the system because right. they should have just been willing to learn. You know their their reasons were basically oh it's expensive to maintain we have to get a specialist right blah 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 oh they're expensive mm-hmm. well it's like learn it go study with the specialists make your own specialist come right. back learn how to breed the camels then you've got unlimited camels but is it worth the return
1: right. that you would get is the question yeah also the nation was about to undergo a pretty expensive war So, the idea of doing, you know, research and development while in the middle of trying to maintain unity of a nation is a little bit far-fetched. I'm sure it didn't cross any of the congressmen's minds to continue furthering research into, you know, camels. But the, the units weren't really dissolved until 1870. That's when the last camel driver was laid off. That's kind of where the story ends. There had been some experiences, there had been some experiments beforehand with bringing camels to the Americas. Um, Some Spaniards tried to bring camels to uh, uh, Peru, which uh, has their own sort of camel-like creatures, the llamas and alpacas of South America, um, that didn't really fly, didn't really succeed. There was an attempt to bring camels to Jamaica at one point, but they got an infection in their feet some uh insects were troubling their their camel hooves hmm. so yeah the the camel has never really taken off there was a bunch all the animals that the united states brought over were eventually sold at auction and uh in theory there's some wild ones that can be seen haven't seen any Where? evidence of it in the the plains
0: of the um, west can you imagine if camels had taken off in america the way Mm -hmm. the horse did right when it was introduced it could have changed history
1: very much so especially if you were a camel
0: especially for the camels wow that's super interesting i it's a never would have guessed
1: it's an unusual little thing
0: i think they should give it another go i guess they don't really need pack animals anymore yeah see at this point in
1: history it's it's kind of like you can't go back the camel cavalry no longer a necessary uh... unless you were trying to you know if if the enemy had some sort
0: of technology tracking capability Well, here's the thing at this point we need backup systems you know right when all our electronics go down Mm -hmm. when Russia fires a huge EMP you need we have no gasoline we have no solar technology you need a way to get around the lowly horse isn't the lowly horse the solution I think not we need a camel program for redundancy to roll out as backup this is why in 2020 i will be running for uh town council mm-hmm. on, with, a, camel on platform? a camel
1: platform i, I think it's a great idea so, i think it would definitely help you know the uh the fledgling economy of our fair city right yeah it would definitely be a boost to you know economics and tourism create some jobs for some camels. Plus, a camel, I mean, a camel can haul 1,200 pounds.
0: That's a lot of yeah. pounds. That's a lot of pounds. If they had two camels, they could have hauled that chain from last episode up that mountain. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> who knows how many mules it took. Yeah, I'm sure it took a lot I of mean, a I mean, there's,
0: I don't even want to think about all those mules. Who needs, who needs mules in a wagon when you can get a camel? You know what I mean? Mules on wheels. <laughs>
1: well sir we have come once again to the random wikipedia
0: article segment of the program it feels like so long since i've got the button we have done this
1: poised right here you're
0: poised over the button
1: here we go i'm gonna press the button Okay, what I have here is the Games Machine. The Games Machine was a video game magazine that was published from nineteen eighty-seven to nineteen ninety, so not very long, in the UK by Newsfield, which also published Crash, Zap, sixty-four, AmTix, and other magazines. I'm assuming those are all also video computer game related. Related. Yeah. Was edited by. Gary Penn and Graham Kidd, bi-monthly magazine.
0: It looks like it was folded into another title called Rays. A magazine with the same name is still being published in Italy. Uh, hmm. While it started as an Italian translated version of the British magazine, it currently publishes original articles and is one of the best selling PC games magazines in Italy. That's weird reporting wherever technology is applied to entertainment the games machine computer and electronic entertainment for perspective the game system console the game consoles that would have been popular at the time would have been the mega drive which i haven't heard of and like the nes and master system ever rising consoles like mega drive well that was uh, pretty pronounceable i would say that a, that was on a pronounceability scale i'd rank it as a nine
1: i i have a confession to make that i actually hit the button twice i hit it early um. and when i hit it early it was a city in poland which would have been completely <laughs> unpronounceable
0: well you know we gotta give ourselves a little bit of a break after that last I, one i think so after last week's uh last week well, after last episode, <laughs> these things don't even come out on a remotely weekly basis. No, that's true. <laughs> Nor was it recorded a week ago. After last episode's random Wikipedia article, yeah, right. we needed something a little more palatable. Indeed. Well, we've come near the end of another fantastic journey into the land of Obs- Obscuria?
1: Ooh, i like that should change the name of the podcast yeah is it too late have the t-shirts all been printed
0: no we haven't we have printed the tickets though for the obscure World. i did get that
1: uh cruise right i didn't get that lower back tattoo we did get
0: the 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 cruise ship with the obscure uh wrap yeah that wasn't that's don't that's worry your patreon to. money is going to a good cost <laughs> <laughs> Thomas, if people want to know more about this show, where can they go to they find out? You should go to obscuregami.com, uh check out the show notes, hmm. uh, curated for you by Ben, and listen to other episodes if you haven't. Subscribe, look up the podcast in your in your pod players. Also check out our uh, brand of candy
1: available at your local greengrocer obscure gummies
0: pick up a bag today organic hemp gummies <clears throat> to the DEA uh it's legal non-marijuana hemp don't come break down our doors we do not sell obscure gummies is a parody brand of gummies mm-hmm. not a medicinal marijuana product but if you want some I know where you can get it <laughs> uh yeah if you have any thoughts about camels you've have other you can think of other countries in which camels would be great to use,
1: or uh, merchandising ideas,
0: or other merchandising ideas. You can shoot us an email info at obscuregamer. obscure, obscure, <laughs> obscure <gary>. <laughs> <laughs> dot com. <laughs> info at dot com.
1: I feel like we're perfectly poised right now to record an audio commentary feel like we're in the right mindset oh
0: yeah to like to just totally put on a movie what movie if we were going to do like an audio commentary what what would we do what's a movie that we would both have like a
1: a foreknowledge the sum
0: total of us would have you're talking about like
1: you and me or this podcast or both we are this podcast all right (laughs) um we Um. could do a good one for us would be battle beyond the stars that roger corman movie that we watched back in the day it's the um the sci fi remake of the Magnificent Seven? I don't
0: think I watched
1: that. Oh yeah, you did, for sure. Chris was there and Sutton was there.
0: We watched it at the Norfell House? No,
1: at uh Boonesboro. This was before the Norbell House.
0: Oh. Wow. Back in the
1: day, yeah. I really don't if, remember. If that. we watched the trailer I would probably yeah, it would it would
0: probably trigger trigger memories. Or if
1: we we play the Scream Memories. You'll remember the Scream for sure. So sleepy. Not really though.